Hello, everybody. This is Molly, and welcome to Our Love Fern is Dead. This is the Southern Bon Vivant Dating Podcast, and I have my dear friend Rochelle Wilson with me. She is also a writer here in our hometown of Macon, Georgia, and her website is thesouthernsiren.com. And I love that name, Rochelle. Where did you get that from? Um, well, because I also sing, and so it kind of started as a stage name. Um, and I just love the imagery of the siren of being this um, traditionally like this really alluring type of thing, but then there's also this darkness inside. And I feel like a lot of women um, hide their darkness or think that mm-hmm. there are things that are dark that aren't necessarily like, you know, power or ambition. And so I like this kind of imagery of the, like the contrast of the Southern Belle with this siren, which is like, you know, alluring, but then kind of dark. And so I and love so it. I just, yeah. So, and then I, as I started transitioning from singing to more of just writing, um, I, I decided to carry that over for my website. That just is kind of a composite of my writing and I do features on local people and that kind of stuff. So I, I love that. And I, I think, like it, like you said, sometimes, um, sometimes we women are not allowed to embrace that side of ourselves because other people are scared by it. Yeah, and yeah. that's you know a real shame. But I think we're getting better about it. Yeah, and I just love. <laughs> I'm not a man hater by any means, but I just do love the idea of like destroying a man. I think that'd be a really fun pastime. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, so, I mean, so many of them have destroyed so many women. So at, at some point in time, it's kind of a, a about face like, hey, you know what? Now it's your turn, bud. Yes, <laughs> well, you hope. <laughs> yeah. So, OK, so I posted, you know, on my Facebook about how I was doing dating stories and whatnot. And you were one of the ones who was like, hey, count me in. Yeah. So <laughs> tell me your worst dating story it's gotta be good it's gotta be good (laughs) well it's I think I call it the worst I'm sure there's been worse but this is the one that is the most memorable really bad date (laughs) um (laughs) and I was living in Illinois at the time I was in grad school and I had moved there I didn't know anybody when I moved there and so I didn't really connect with my coworkers. The Midwest is a very, very different place. And um, so I, I started trying to find things in the community that I could do and bond with people. So I decided to volunteer at a fair trade store and join a wine club. And I didn't think about it, but both of those things um, have had mainly retired people that were the bulk of the other volunteers oh. and the bulk of the people in the wine club. I wouldn't have thought so, about that either. A wine club sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Well, yeah, and it was really fun. And actually, the that group of people are still, like, I'm still connected with a lot of them. I keep in touch with a lot of them. They're all very wonderful. But there was this one woman in the wine club, really sweet, really fun lady. Because I'd already been going about a year when she started coming. I think some people knew her from, like, she'd been in the club before, but I hadn't really met her. But she just loved me. <laughs> and she kept telling me she wanted me to meet her son. She's like, if you've got to meet my son, you got to meet my son. He's a few years older than you. You've got to meet my son. And so she just kept kind of like hounding me about it. And every time I'd go to wine club, she'd be like, you got to meet my son. So finally I was like, you know what? 
you can give him my number. That's fine. You can give him my number. I'm totally okay with that. And part of it was like, you know what? Let's put this on him. You know, like she can give him my number and then it's off my back. Like if he reaches out to me, then sure. And I, I have kind of a philosophy of dating and I have a boyfriend now, so I don't think I'll ever have to engage with this again. But um, <laughs> in, the, in the past, my philosophy is I'll, within reason, I'll give anyone a chance. Yeah. Same. So because the courage of asking someone out deserves respect, you know, and yep. I think to just say no, I mean, apart from someone being a bona fide creep, um, but, uh, you know, to, to take that courage, take that step to ask a woman out, I think, it, you know, I don't have to do that. And so, like, I want to honor that and say, you know, get, and give them a chance to impress me, give them a chance to show me who they are, you know. And so um, I figured, let's put the ball in his court. So he he texts me eventually. And we text him, like, <laughs> like, really, and I'm not a strong texter. I really am not. I never have been. Don't think I ever will be. So very seldom texting, very, very sparse over, like, maybe a week. And eventually, you know, eventually culminating in, like, let's get together. So he had asked me out, and at some point I realized he didn't live in town. He lived, like, 45 minutes away. And um, so we had this plan. We are going to meet some brewery. And I get to the brewery, and then he texts me that he's going to be 20 minutes late oh, okay. or something like that. And I'm thinking, okay, so you live 45 minutes away. So if you're going to be 20 minutes late, you know that 45 minutes in advance. Oh, yeah, you, know? you knew it when you left the house. Right. So to wait and text until, like, the time we're supposed to meet to tell me that you're running late is really, you know, rude. That's bad for Yeah. Yeah, and I don't mind someone being late. It's, that's not the issue. It's like, wait a minute, you knew about this. Like, you've been in the car already <laughs> for 25 minutes. Like, why did you text me when you, you know, like, anyway. So whatever. That was, like, the first strike. And, but not a huge deal. And, you know, I just got a beer so at the bar. And then he gets there. And um, the first thing he says to me like, when he gets there is, like, hey, so sorry about my mom. What? And, right, and so then he <laughs> okay. starts, like, apologizing for his mom. And I reminded him, like, well, I like your mom, and she's the reason I'm here, you know? And, and so then he, like, within the first five minutes tells me that she's, like, bipolar, tells me, like, just starts, like, trash-talking her, and tells me that his parents divorced when they really young, he's raised by his dad, and that, like, just all this kind of trash-talking his mom. And I reminded him multiple times, like, hey, I like your mom, I think she's wonderful, she is the reason I'm here. <laughs> like, That's so like, bizarre, what a weird I transition. Know. So bizarre. So that was like strike two. Like talking shit about your mom. Like I mean, if once you're dating somebody and you're really close, if there's issues, like family issues, of course share that, you know. But like to oh, like out the gate, she's common denominator here. Like that's kind of dumb, you know. <laughs> that's. I mean, it's bad form to begin with on a first date, anyway. But then the added, you know, layer of that is. Like you said, she's the reason you're there. Okay, all right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I was like, I mean, so you know, I don't know if this, I'm sure this happens to you. When you like downshift on a date, you're like, okay, I came here with an open mind, but I, I realized, I 
point where you realize like, okay, I'm downshifting. So let's just like, I'm not trying to be impressed anymore. I'm just at this point, entertainment value. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> this, like, <laughs> like downshifting to, okay, this is going to be entertaining. Like, let's see how the rest of this goes. <laughs> clearly like, like but within, within five, 10 minutes, I'm, it's very evident to me. Like this is absolutely going nowhere. And just, you know, be amused. Like, <laughs> so I can't remember um, where in this date, like what, I think it was towards the end of the conversation of, of the date. He, we started talking about, um, what was like, how, I can't remember like the impetus for this, but something about like, not best date, or most, most like risky thing you've done or like, like just something like, just kind of one of those date questions. Like what's the craziest thing you've ever done? Something like that. And he proceeds to tell me, Molly, about the time he got a blowjob in his backyard that's on a lake where people are riding their boats and stuff. And uh, the thing he's ever done is get this blowjob and how, like, funny it was and how, like, whatever. And I'm sitting there like, okay, like, strike three? Is, is that, that even... supposed to like, be a turn one? I mean... I don't know. <laughs> I... Could okay. not comprehend why he was sharing the story with me. Um, I mean, even, <laughs> even if that's meant as like a turn on or like a come on type of thing, I don't know that that's first date conversation. Correct. I would agree with you. 100% agree with you. But also, like, that's the craziest <laughs> thing you've done. Right. And he didn't really do anything. Like, she was <laughs> the one doing the crazy shit. Like, the, the one that's taking the risk right now is her. Oh my like, god, that's such a good point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> like you were just like dick out outside, which I'm sure is not the first or the last time that this guy is at his dick out. Like, ugh. so disgusted. I was so disgusted by this man. So then, <laughs> so then, I, but then there's a point in the night where I'm getting pissed off. Like, I'm just angry. I'm like, this dude is a piece of work, you know? So he, he kind of circles back to talking about his mom again, like, towards the end of the day. Oh, my and God, he, we're there again. Oh, right. He says, like, it was kind of like the running family joke when he left the house. Like, oh, how crazy is this dude going to be that your mom set you up on between him and his dad and his stepmom, right? So I'm already, like, this guy is, like, scum, you know? Like, That's terrible. His mom is the family joke. I know. And then like, also he's telling you that basically, oh yeah, I had a big joke with my dad and stepmother about how crazy it was going to be meeting you because right. of mom. What? Right. An asshole. Yeah. Right. And he was trying to spin it as like some compliment, like, oh yeah, like we thought this was going to be like really crazy, but like, look how great this is going. <laughs> something. Wait, it's, like, it's, it was so delusional. Like, like how can you he, think that's going uh, well? <laughs> because, Molly, I'll tell you, I am really good at swerving in conversation like I I did not let on that much to him that I was that I was at all disgusted like of course I'm not like gagging at the table even though I'm gagging inside you know like I'm just sitting there like smiling and laughing fake laughing at like half the things he says and for no like no reason other than this wiring that women have to like you have to do everything to make everyone else around you right. feel comfortable. Which is like a Even, whole other like topic for a whole other day yes, about how. Yes. And this, I had this conversation actually with Robert and Seven on on uh-huh. Robert's that guy you met today show, and because we were uh-huh. talking about bad dates, and they were they were basically like, oh, this 
crazy story that came through from a viewer. Why did this girl stay here? And like, because women are hardwired, especially Southern women, we are hardwired to please everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And to never let on when you're uncomfortable. Right. You know, like, and I think that's why women, and this is kind of like pausing the date story, but it does get worse. But <laughs> like, oh it's kind of like why women end up in such difficult, uncomfortable situations when no one really, rec- or the men don't really put it together. She's uncomfortable. Because we're wired to, like, make everyone else feel comfortable, even at our own expense of feeling really uncomfortable with things and out of place or disgusted or whatever. And and, and that's totally true. And that's why I think sometimes, and yeah, that this is a little bit of a segue, but this is why I think sometimes um, we have to come across super strong when we are uncomfortable because otherwise people don't get it. Yeah. And that's in any situation, really, because... Mm -hmm. Because, and especially with men, and I've had this happen even in business situations where I have to get super aggressive to get my point across. And then it's like, oh, no, wait, she's mad. No, I'm, I'm really not mad. Yeah. You didn't get it to begin with. And so now I'm having to overemphasize. Yes. Molly, I can't even, this is, we'll have to circle back to this. Put a pin in this of like what women want. Like truly put a pin in that because I do want to circle back to that. But let me, let me hit play on the date again because it's almost over and it gets crazy. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> um, so he circles back to this like, oh, the family joke, whatever. So then I asked like, okay, so what are you going to, what's the report going to be? What are you going to report back? And I swear to you, he looked at me and smirked and said, to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> and I was livid and I just smiled in his face and said well should I go to the bathroom and give you a blowjob <laughs> <laughs> and I was like if anyone knows me at all like that is Rochelle angry level 10 like <laughs> I am so pissed right now like I, and I don't know how else to like I don't know what the right term is as far as humor but like I'm very much like, trying to call him out on, like, do you realize how much of an asshole you are? Like, do you understand? <laughs> and oh, we also had that conversation earlier in the night where he was talking about how he always tells the truth, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, is that code for asshole, though? Like, like there's honesty for the sake of bettering those around you and helping them improve themselves. And then there's honesty for, like, oh, just tell the truth. Like, no, you're just a dick. Yeah. Like, like, there's some of it is, like, edifying. And other versions of it is like, oh, I'm just releasing my releasing myself at others' expense. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's very true. And then he, you know, he owned up that it was asshole, whatever. But anyhow, so then he like <laughs> says that, and I was like, oh, can I? And then I asked him if I should go to the bathroom and get a blowjob, and he was like, oh no, that's not my style. I'm like, oh, so the car. And <laughs> and that kind of like he shut him up for a little while, and then we, you know, we close out, we go to leave. I swear to you, this guy kissed me at the car. I swear to you, Molly. And I could not believe it. I was like, this dude has no understanding. His his perception of people and emotions and, like, undertones and all of that is, like, so base level. You know, he does not get the fact that I am completely disgusted by him, you know. And so he, like, tried to kiss me at the car. And then, like, I kind of, he's like, do you want to go somewhere? you want to do something else? And I was like, no, I think I'm satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and he was like do you want i'm like no man like i'm i'm done i'm i'm, I'm satisfied with this like the situation it's I, i'm i've got my fill <laughs> I'm, i've got my fill and he just kept like pushing it didn't get it and i was like no i'm i'm good like and i'm he really me, good <laughs> yeah he called me a prude which is fine whatever 
And that came up too when I was talking about the fact that I was a Christian. He kept pushing like, well, how much does that mean to you? I guess it's kind of before the blowjob thing. Like, well, what does that mean to you? I'm like, are you asking, do I live the values? Are you asking, am I going to fuck you later? Like, what, like, where, like, what are you trying to decipher here? It's also, I mean, okay, so I I realize plenty of people have sex on the first date, but at the same time, and that's fine. It's not my style, but, you know, it's at the same time, like, why are you going to push that when clearly you've also said this date is not going well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, his, he, I was checked out from the beginning, you know, like, as I said, like, I, I really quickly realized, like, this is not going anywhere. So, like, my courtesy, like, my politeness and courtesy of just, ha- you know, being a decent conversationalist at a dinner, he completely took that as, like, oh, this girl's into me. Like, you know, <laughs> this is going well, you know? So, anyhow, like, that was the worst day ever. And then his poor mother, I, oh, my gosh. God bless her. I mean, how do you follow asked, up with yeah. that? <laughs> I know. She asked me how the date went, and I told her, I was like, why don't you talk to your son about it? Like, I just put it all on him. I was like, just just talk to your son about it, you know? And then, like, a week, <laughs> the next wine club, someone else had asked, and she was like, oh, you know, because he was Jewish, I guess. Um, their religions, you know, just weren't compatible and whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's it. It's because I'm Christian. Like, that, that's the reason. Like, that all boils <laughs> down to that. <laughs> like, fine, that's fine. We'll, we'll go with that. Aww. I mean, what am I going to say? Like, he's a shitbag? Like, your son is a dick? I don't know. I feel so but. bad for the mom because, I mean, that just seems like, ter- that seems so terrible for mom. I mean, maybe there really are some, like, really weird family dynamics going on there. But at the same time, like, she was really wanting to, like, she liked you a lot and wanted to hook you up with her son. And her uh-huh. son just was so dismissive. That makes me feel so bad for mom. Yeah, and mom was, I mean, she really was a sweet lady, and I think that he, because they had sort of lived in a little high cap, and I think apparently from what I gathered, their father, his father was pretty wealthy, and stepmom, like, so they had their little high castle, and, and she wasn't a part of their in crowd, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, and whether or not there was some instability there is beside the point, like, right. you don't have to be a dick about it, and yeah. it totally was. Well, so. and you don't, you just don't talk about your mom like that I, I kind of feel like the way a guy talks about his mom yes is reflective of yes how they're gonna treat you a hundred percent I do not talk like that is the number one deal breaker like someone talking like about their mother in that way like I said when you're close to somebody if you're sharing like something you're going through as a family or something you're experiencing with your family like that's one thing you know, but like early on in a relationship to trash talk, not acceptable. Or, like, you know, number one deal breaker. first date even. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've, we've known each other for five minutes and let yeah. me talk a bunch of shit about my mom, who, by the way, is the person who's introduced us as well. Yeah. So clearly yeah. you have a good relationship with her, or at least have some relationship with her. I mean, it's, right. that's really bizarre. I had an odd first date not long ago and the guy pretty quickly in and it was like a good conversationalist type of thing he uh-huh. I'll make it quick but he was so now we're gonna run out of time soon but he he's like wow you you talk more than than you look and I was like uh I don't really know what to say about that but he literally wasn't talking and so again being a good conversationalist I'm asking a lot of questions so I'm like okay cool and then um Later on in the date, he's talking about how he 
was deceived by another girl because of she wore high waisted jeans. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe, maybe he's, you know, he's a little bit younger than me. So I'm like, maybe he's never dated a girl who's had children or something, or maybe he's never dated. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, my mind goes there because I'm a mom and, and, you know, quite frankly, I love some high waisted jeans. Um, <laughs> I just do, you know, there's, there's some yeah. parts of your body that just, you know, don't always go completely back to what they were after you've had children. But then I come to find out in the middle of the conversation, he's a dad, he's got two children. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You have no excuse as a man to not realize that sometimes women's bodies are different. Right. Aside from the fact that there are women that have different body types to begin with. But like if you're a younger guy and you've dated nothing but like itty bitty little girls, I'm going to give you a little bit of a pass because maybe you just don't know. But you have two children. And by the way, during the date, he's like, yeah, tomorrow is my son's birthday. And I'm like, oh, are you going to go see him? No. It's like, okay, you're a terrible person. I don't understand why you're not going to go see your kid on their birthday. I mean, maybe there are reasons, but he also didn't explain. And then what really got me was we were at Barefoot Tavern. And the girl who happened to be waiting on us was also one of the girls in the sorority advise. So as we leave, I texted her like, hey, did, or after we had left, he, I, he, I texted her like, hey, how much did he tip you? He had tipped her nothing. What? Oh my gosh. And then he, oh my gosh. That's another date story that I'm not going to get into, (laughs) but like that is also a deal breaker for me. Deal breaker. And I'm, 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 I'm not ashamed to say I definitely peep the, the check. Like I peep the check. I, I spent like that. And I'm more concerned about the tip part than I am about the total. Like I am, don't take a girl out on a date somewhere if you can't afford to tip 20%. Right. It can be like, a cheat date. It. it can be a cheat. And, yeah. and, and you know what? I didn't even get dinner. I ate before we went because I wasn't really sure what kind of date we were heading into. So all I had was one glass of wine and he did offer to get dinner for me, but I was like, no, I'm good. I've had dinner. And so he ate. I'm like, you know, you, you go ahead, get something for yourself. It's fine. And and he knew that the girl waiting on us was somebody I knew because I was talking to her. And I'm like, wow, this is bullshit. So, yeah, uh, another it, deal breaker. <laughs> it just was ridiculous. And he also tried to kiss me at the car. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And this was like eight o'clock at night. It it just was not going to happen. And actually, the funny thing about it was that um, after all that, I texted a guy who had I had previously been out with. And we had just kind of become texting friends at that point in time. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm wrapping up the worst date ever. This is ridiculous. Tell him about it. And then he's like, oh, well, I haven't seen you in a while. You want to go out? So I guess it worked out. <laughs> yeah. All is well that ends well, right? Exactly. I do yeah. have to say, like, my boyfriend, we our first date was back in July. And I was so glad he didn't try to kiss me on our first date, even though like it was going well. And it was very much like I could tell from, I'm a very intuitive person. So I could tell from the very first 10 minutes, like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, this is something like this is something. And I knew, I knew it was something. So like, of course we were going to kiss at some point, you know, but I was just very glad that he didn't kiss me on the first date. I was very glad. Yes. I was really nervous about it. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, if this guy tries to kiss me, it might ruin it. <laughs> like, that might ruin it a little bit. There's definitely something to be said for having patience in that regard. 
because I think yeah. it shows a level of respect. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And unlike, and if, and if the girl wants to initiate a kiss on the first date, please, like, yeah, oh yeah, like, absolutely, <laughs> like all in for that. And I'm, I'm sure I've done that. I'm, I have no doubt. <laughs> I know myself. I'm sure I have. But I think that, like, for this, knowing it was going to be so, like, having that feeling, like, this is something. This could be. This could be something really, really good. I wanted to know that there was that respect and that patience there. You yeah, know? absolutely. So, because yeah. it, it, it bodes well for down the road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, we're still together. It's my longest relationship ever. I like, love it. This is like record breaking. It's only been like eight months. And this is like breaking records. I'm, I'm very much like, <laughs> like I said, I give people like I will go out with anybody. I'm, I'm a dater, but I'm not much of a relationship person. Like I, I usually go out on like one date and I'm like, mm, nope. <laughs> like no not gonna work I can tell and the few times that I've sort of pushed past that feeling like you know what no I'm just being ridiculous I'm gonna try to like give this person a little more chance whatever it always just ends up prolonging the inevitable like yeah. oh I, I, sh- I felt like I should have said no to the second date but my friends or whoever was like oh like you need to give them a chance whatever and I do and then it ends up exactly how I thought it would which is nothing that just and, means you know your gut. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I do. I'm very in tune with myself. And I, that's the thing about being single for so long and living the life I've lived, like where I've lived alone most of my life. I know myself really well. And I know it does not work with me. <laughs> and so I can identify that really quickly. But what I wanted to say when we were kind of um, talking earlier about um, just men and the way they are <laughs> one thing one thing I wanted to mention was this this have you ever heard someone tell you like what you want yeah has a guy ever told you on a date this is what you want so never happened uh, no but that could also well I don't I don't know if that's I don't think that's happened to me not not anything that stands out like oh yeah you want this because I I feel like most guys know pretty much from the jump from me that that's not going to go well <laughs> I love that. Well, I think I think I've, I'm on this journey, so I feel like like that guy I did the date I just talked about uh-huh. had that date happened any time in the last two years or three years, it would have gone very differently, you know. Yeah. But the Rochelle, like the 25 year old Rochelle, definitely like smiled and nodded and like indulged it, you know. And I think at that point in my life, when I was younger, like in my early 20s, I've been told like what I want so many times by guys and from practical strangers, like maybe it's our second date or something. And it blows my mind. It blows my mind. It could also be because, I mean, I got married when I was 24 and I was engaged at 22. Yeah. Well, so young. Oh my God. So young and divorced at 29. So I feel like that span of time uh, kind of also affects how my dating has gone, especially after the divorce, clearly, mm-hmm. Um, because it's just a whole different realm at that point in time. Right. And dating also changed a lot Yeah. during oh, yeah. those years, because like when mm-hmm. I got divorced, then dating apps were a thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, the hell is this? Yeah. It was a brand name. But. We are wrapping up on the uh, time that this thing allows me to record. So, <laughs> you'll hang on just a second. 
I am going to bid goodbye to our listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And remember, you can go to Rochelle's website, thesouthernsiren.com. Check out her work there and all, all around town because she does freelance for other publications as well. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great yeah. night. Bye. Bye.